You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Socials with Soul series. This is a three-step roadmap that I have created to help you build purpose-driven socials that will grow a wildly engaged audience and consistent stream of amazing clients without any icky sales tactics. I ran this as a free three-day challenge recently in my free Facebook group, the Social Media 101 Society, and it was an absolute hit. I highly recommend that you listen to all three episodes in this series as what it's going to teach you is, and I'll go through each of the steps with you now. Step one, being searchable and sought after so that you can find the fast track to being someone that is searchable on social media, someone people share and someone that people seek so that you don't have to hunt down followers anymore. They'll come to you. Step two is being binge worthy so you can tap into your audience's real needs and desires so you can create the most juicy content that they will pour over and will have them running to be first in line to buy from you. And step three is being transactable with my soul driven social sales system to help you connect the dots to create a social selling roadmap that is so authentic it won't even sound like you're selling. Now, if you love what you learn in these next three episodes in this three episode installment, and you want to continue this conversation with me and learn more about this, then I highly recommend you head over and check out my social media coaching and mentorship program, The Social Collective. This is where I help you expand on all of these things and become a standout online brand using social media so that you can have the thriving business that you deserve. Check it out over on my website at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash courses and navigate to the social collective. If you decide to join us, we have welcome post with your name on it waiting inside. Enjoy the series. All right. Welcome to day one of Socials with Soul. Um, I'm really excited about this three-day challenge. It's fun. Um, it's a little bit different to any of the other th- challenges that I may have done in this group before. Some of you may remember the old Social Media 101, which was a five-day challenge that I ran. Um, and that was done a little bit differently in the sense that that was sent out with like um, video tutorials um, you know, webinar style with workbooks and lots and lots of things. So it was a really big program for a free program. Like I think looking back now, I probably should have charged for it because it was a lot to take in, um, you know, over that five days. Um, and it went through a lot, like it was a lot of content to get through. So when I knew I wanted to um, run it again or re-release it or rework it, I knew I wanted to put it into um a little bit of a different framework and I wanted to put some different content into it that I think was going to be way more beneficial. I know is going to be way more beneficial to you guys at the foundational level. Um, And I'm really glad that I didn't run the five-day challenge 
again, last, like the last time I ran it, I think it was February this year. And I'm really glad I haven't run it again because I, it, I think I'm, it gave me the time to create what I've got now for you guys over the next three days. So how it's going to work is there are going to be three live streams. So there'll be one o'clock is when I've scheduled them in for. Um, if I'm running late, I do have other calls and stuff. I'll only be five minutes away or maybe Zoom's mucking around <laughs> for me or something. Um, but I won't be too much further away than that. Um, once they are done, once we're done, then they will get pinned to the announcements um, tab in the group. So if you click on the announcements tab, they will all be there. And I'll leave them in the announcements for a few days. And then I'm going to move them over to the unit section of the group. So you'll always be able to access them. And it will be things that you'll always, something that you'll always be able to go back to. And then it's just going to make it easier for me to direct new members to the content as well. So um, that's something new that I'm going to be doing with it, which I haven't done before. Um, I'm also going to be sending it out to my other networks, podcasts, YouTube, all those places as well. Now, um, you don't need anything else other than a notebook and a pen. For the next two days, it's just going to be me talking to you. So you can listen while you're out walking, in the car. Um, you can listen while you're making your lunch. It's just going to be really a conversation. If you want to sit down and do some of the work while we're doing it, then just a notepad and pen is fine. However, you can register to get the replays and the workbooks I've created sent to your email. So basically just this recording um, as well as... A, three workbooks that I've created that have some specific questions and prompts that um, that I would like to give you um, will be sent out to you via email. So I'll pop the link to register for the those in here after I've done with the live. Um, and that's an option for you as well. Plus there will be a couple of other bonuses for those people that do register with, your, with their email addresses. Um, you don't have to, but that option is there to get those workbooks and those extra bonuses, which is just there for those people who took that extra, um, took that extra step. So where this, the concept for this three-day challenge came from is that over the last Two and a half years working with hundreds and hundreds of women to help them with their social media is that I noticed one key thing that was a constant. If you see me looking down, it's because I'm looking at my notes. And it's that, and you would have heard me talk about this in the last few live streams I did in the group, is that there's one key constant thing I see with social media. And that is that people are focusing on the tip of the iceberg. They're focusing on all the how-to and all the little nitty-gritty things that are important but they're not actually where you need to start, right? And everyone's starting there. And the reason why everyone starts there is because you open up Facebook, you open up Instagram, and there's 500 million people telling you that you need to use this hashtag or you need to have this email funnel. You know, basically, as soon as you search anything on Google, you'll start getting served up Facebook ads that tell you you need to buy this thing to tell you how to master master Instagram, master Facebook ads. You need to, you know, have this like email funnel template or something like that, you know, like it happens all the time. Hey, Ashley. Um, and so it's kind of no wonder that everyone focuses on those things. But and I call it the tip of the iceberg because if you look at an iceberg, there's a crap load more of the iceberg that sits underneath the water that no one's paying attention to. They're only focusing on those things that are, that, that are sitting on the top of the water. Or another great analogy would be a flower, right? Is the flower is this beautiful representation of what's actually going on underneath the surface. 
But if you look at when you want to grow a flower or you want to grow a plant, and I'm probably the worst person to give this analogy because I'm not a green thumb. Like I've pretty much killed, I think, every cactus that comes into my house. But um, when it comes to growing flowers and um, cultivating my audience online, I do know a thing or two about those things. But when you look at a flower, um, you know, that is a representation of all the good stuff that's gone into growing that flower, right? So when you go to plant your garden or all those things, you look at, um, you know, is the soil right? Is Does it need to be here? Is there enough light here? Um, you know, you, you, you need to feed and nourish and grow those roots of that flower, not just water with a watering can, the petals and the and the, the leaves and stuff, right? It's like, you know, when you give kids a watering can and they just go and tip all the water on top of the flower. And it's like, no, 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 you need to actually water the garden around it. <laughs> um, and, and that's pretty much kind of what happens online I see happening a lot today is everyone's watering all this stuff that sits on the top of the surface, but we're not spending enough time actually cultivating the things that are going to make you be someone that's searchable, that's sought after, that's binge worthy and that's transactable and people want to buy from. And they are the foundations that sit below your hashtags and bios and um, Facebook buttons and, you know, external links that you use and all those things that, you know, are important and you need to know about them 110%, but they're not the foundational things that are actually going um, going to have you be successful and have people looking for you instead of you having to hunt followers down, right? Um, the other thing is that I've spent 17 years in corporate as a people leader and a sales coach. So I worked in a large financial institution before I started doing my business. And I did this before we had email in our branches. We had an intranet, not an internet. Um, there was no such thing as social media. Like I think I'd, it was years <clears throat> after I'd started working in people leadership and sales coaching that I um, even got a MySpace account, right? So, <laughs> so basically I've worked in this space of building, helping, my, like learning how to do it myself, but also teaching other people how to create valuable connections in real life, IRL, without hiding behind a Facebook and Instagram feed. And I do find that we, you know, people do that. You know, you stress out how many times I've heard someone go, can you have a look at my Instagram bio? And I'm like, okay, well, let's change it might change two words in it. Yes, it might be more powerful, but at the end of the day, is that really going to get you 20 more sales? Probably not. Might, might, but might not. Ashley, good old MySpace. <laughs> That's how old I am, love. That is how old I am. All right. So for those of you, most of you in here should know me already, but if there's anyone that's come in because I have advertised this elsewhere that hasn't met me before, I'm Stacey. I'm the owner of this group. Um, I help women in business um, create standout online presences using social media and digital products so that you can have the thriving business that you deserve. And that's really my passion is just to help people leverage off these platforms so that they can have a thriving business. You know, that's pretty much it. Lauren, MySpace was the best. I loved it. I thought MySpace was awesome. <laughs> you could put music on your profile. Like you could pick a song that went with your profile. I thought that was so cool. And then Facebook came along and couldn't do that anymore. All right. All right. So today we're going to be talking about um, 
being searchable and sought after. So what we're going to be doing is starting to peer underneath the tip of the iceberg. We're going to start looking at those foundations and that beautiful cultivated, um, you know, space that you need to be living in before you can start thinking about all the rest of the things. So when people start thinking about how to be searchable, what they usually go to is a whole bunch of things that help you get found. And there's, I want to distinguish the difference between being searchable and being able to be found, right? Being searchable means that people are looking for you independently of the platforms. So being able to be found means having good hashtags, a good bio, using great keywords, maybe posting in Facebook groups, having good, um, you know, maybe using Facebook ads. That helps people find you. So that is a way of looking for followers, looking for engagement, hunting or chasing people down is what I would describe it. Whereas being searchable transcends all of those things. Being searchable is being someone that people talk about. Being searchable and sought after is being someone that people share. It means you're shareable. And it also means that people are looking for you independently of all of those things. Because if someone um, wants to find you, they will, regardless of what hashtags you're using. So I guess what I'd love to ask you, first of all, is what do you think makes you searchable? And we'll talk a little bit more as we keep going as well. Um, But all of those things like the hashtags and everything, they're a byproduct of what really makes you searchable, right? And there's something that helps you be found, but they're a byproduct of it. So if you really understand how to articulate how you help people, you're going to have better hashtags. You're going to have a better constructed bio. You're going to have better keywords for your SEO. You're going to be able to have better posts, better posts and captions and craft better content to put into third-party Facebook groups. You're going to create amazing Facebook ads because you know all of this stuff already. And every time I work with someone one-on-one or even in my membership, I always start with this stuff because once, if you understand this stuff, it makes everything else you do so much easier. So I just got off a coaching call with one of my uh, one-to-one clients and we're now delving into Facebook ads. But I started with this, is I started with this stuff and then we moved into strategy and content and now we're getting to ads. If I'd started with ads, it would have probably taken me five hours to explain it all because we would have been putting the cart before the horse. But now because we've done all that foundational stuff, one hour and we've got one half of the ads funnel set up. So doing this stuff sets you up to be better ongoing. So the other question I'd love you guys to answer for me and feel free to, if you're on live, to just pop it in the comments or if you're watching it back later to um, to pop it in the comments or tag me in and I'll come back to it, is ask yourself, if Facebook or Instagram died tomorrow, how would people find you? So if Facebook or Instagram had a crash and Mark Zuckerberg came out and said, Facebook's not going to be up and running for two weeks, Instagram might be three weeks, um, how would people find you? And I'd love you guys to tell me how people would find you. All right. So usually the answers are going to be um, website, right? They might find you by your website. 
um, email marketing, if you're using email marketing, um, podcast, I've got a podcast, so that would definitely be another way that people would find me. Um, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, like it could be other online platforms. I'm talking specifically if Facebook and Instagram went down. Lizzie, word of mouth, awesome. Um, I, think, I don't think people value word of mouth enough anymore. But word of mouth is basically being shareable, right? Is people talking about you. Being shareable is just having, is just that. It's word of mouth. It's having people talk about you. Recommendations, awesome. Google, yep. Cool. Um, so there are obviously other ways that people can find you other than social media, but we don't also sometimes put a lot of effort into some of those other platforms, right? So a step further than that would be how much time? So and the next question on top of that was, so how would people find you aside from Facebook and Instagram? So the next step after that would be how much time do you spend sending people to those places? Like how much of your social media strategy is around sending people to your website, sending traffic to your podcast, sending traffic to your YouTube, um, repurposing content onto LinkedIn, for example, or putting your blogs onto Pinterest or something like that. How much time are you spending pushing people to those other places? So how much of the traffic of those platforms that you've just described is you already sending the traffic there from social media, right? SEO, Lizzie, awesome. But I also know a lot of people that don't have an SEO optimized website. So if you're where Facebook and Instagram went down and you were relying on people finding you on your website or you were relying on them finding you on your podcast or you were relying on them finding you on all these other platforms, is it because you've pushed them there or are they finding you organically? And I think for a lot of people is they've been pushed from Facebook or Instagram. Even myself, like I know in my Google Analytics and I've just, you know, I've just had to go and do a full SEO work with an expert myself recently because most of my own traffic was coming and being pushed from Facebook and Instagram. So I get it, right? I get it. Totally get it. Um, but it's an interesting thing to think about, Ashley. It's true. Usually it's directly because you've sent the traffic there, right? So if Facebook and Instagram went down, how much traffic or how much business would those channels give you? And if, you've only, if you don't have an email marketing list and your website's got no SEO and all those things, then how much business would it give you, right? Um, so really, how many people are going to find you? Now, the next thing after that is that people would normally, there's a big habit to then go, oh, crap, oh, I need to go and spend $5,000 on SEO and I need to go and, you know, create a podcast and I need to go and do all these other things. And that's not what I'm here to tell you to do. That's not what this conversation is about. But it's a, what the conversation I want to start with you is how to get people to want to find you, Right? So this is taking it a step back from all the strategy, even though strategy is super important and I teach strategy and you should learn strategy. That's what I teach in my membership. I've got all the strategy stuff that you want to learn. If you want to learn strategy and content creation and all those things, that's all in my membership. That is what I teach my members, okay? But for all of you guys out there that aren't 
in there and, and you're like, this stuff's not working. It's because these basics haven't been done first. It's that because you to be searchable and sought after, you want people to be looking for you. You want them to be typing in yourname.org or your business name or your name or, you know, what you want them to be looking for your name or your business, right? Um, so, and you want them... You want them to be doing that organically themselves. So how do you get people to do that, right? It's like, okay, so all the internet marketers are telling me I need to have all these things, Stace, but how do I actually get people to start looking for me themselves, right? So you want people to be looking for you without being pushed, without being told, without being fed links to go there, and you want people to be sharing you, talking about you and referring you, right? So how do you do that? Okay, so again... You may immediately then go to something like, oh, okay, I need to be found elsewhere. I need to go and start being a guest on people's podcasts. Don't start going and sending out pictures to be on people's podcasts until you listen to the rest of this recording because it's going to explain to you exactly what I mean by, you know, being able to be searchable and be found on wherever it is that you need to be found because it goes even deeper than that. Okay, so where it starts is your superpower. So what is, what's your superpower? What the hell does that even mean? People use that word a lot. I'm just going to have a sip of my water. People use the word superpower a lot. <laughs> what does having a superpower even mean? Well, if I go back to corporate speak, I would say it's your unique value proposition. Um, and some people may resonate with that. You may call it something completely different. Um, but, you know, what is your superpower? And if you know what your superpower is, type it in the comments. I'd love to know what you think, um, think your superpower is. All right. For those people that can't articulate that, and I often find it's usually about this time that people go, oh, well, my superpower is that I make this. I sell this. I do this. And you start to re reverberate back to the features of what you do or sell or just repeating basically a dot point on your resume, right? You're not um, actually... Oh, what happened there? No, it's all right. Sorry, guys. I just had a little pop-up come up on my laptop. Let me just pull that down. Um. What do we got here? Michelle, my superpower, eating chocolate. That is a cool superpower to have though, right? We all need more chocolate in our lives. Um, all right, so your superpower is um, how, do you, how you help people, how you make them feel, um, what impact you have on their life, why you are the best choice for them, why what you do is their only solution. Lizzie, superpower, I live off grid in the rainforest. I'm highly intuitive and have wild hair. <laughs> I love that. And that is your superpower. Like you're so known for the rainforest. You are extremely intuitive. That is 100% your superpower and you have wild hair and it's amazing. I wish my hair was as amazing as yours. But if you're looking at trying to find what your unique value is to your audience, it's all of those things. So it's how you help them, how you make them feel, what impact you have on their life, why you're the best choice for them, um, and why what you do is their only solution. Okay. 
Um, so if you know what your yours is, share it, Susie. I help people get better, healthier, stop being sick or sore. That's awesome. And then how? And then the next step past that, Susie, is how does that make them feel? If you can articulate that, um, that's the next step from there. All right. So here's some things that your superpower is not. It's not what you do, what you sell, um, what your service is, the ingredients in your product. It's not your um, service delivery times. It's not the features in your program or all the bonus tools that they get in your program. They are not your superpower. Your superpower or your unique value proposition is it's about who you are and why you're the best person for your audience, right? And it's about how you make their life better. Okay, so you would have may have remembered earlier on I said that I help women in business create standout online presences using social media and digital products so they can have the thriving business they deserve. So that's a statement I use a lot because it tells people that I help them stand out online using social media and digital products so they can have a thriving business, right? Now, you may have various you know, phrases of that UVP, you may have various phrases of that sort of thing that go around that you might use. Um, And I I encourage everyone to have different versions of it because you're going to need to use it depending on what content you're creating, um, what offer you're creating and all those things, right? It's not something that it's, you definitely need to have a, a, a stock standard one, but you all, it also should be something that flows and ebbs and flows depending on what you're doing. L. No BS relatable, but fellow stressed out mum of three who understands the need for time, poor parent to have a stress relieving sanctuary, beautifully styled by me. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. So if you're writing this out, um, if you're writing this out as, as you go or you're typing this into the comments, you know, however you're working through this, or if you're watching the replay and you're going through the workbook that I've created to you if it doesn't evoke and if what you're writing down doesn't evoke an emotion or if it doesn't if it sounds like a bunch of dot points then ask yourself this one thing because this is something people really struggle with right particularly articulating how you are the best person to help your audience most people because there's always someone else that does what we do there's always someone else we've all got competition We've all got someone else that does what we do. And we can sometimes get stuck by imposter syndrome, right? Or get stuck in comparison-itis where, you know, you're like, oh, how am I, you know, am I really the best choice? I'm just a little fish in a big pond. You know, like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff we've got to work through to be able to figure this stuff out. And, but it's important stuff to know. And when I, towards the end of this, I'm going to actually explain how this will help you create some content and then it'll click to you then a little bit more as well. You know, things like why why what you do is their only solution. Well, what you do isn't actually their only solution. There's hundreds of other people that do what you do. It's This is goes deeper than that because it, can, it comes down to why people would choose you over somebody else. So what you can ask yourself if you're struggling with this is how does what I do make people feel? Right. So if you're all, if you're ever struggling with this stuff, how does what I do make people feel? And that will help you. All right. And then the next thing is what makes me so special? 
So if you if anyone online wants to answer either of those questions, feel free. This is a safe space. How does what you do make people feel and what makes you so special? So what are some of the things that make you really special? And some of you have already like, you know, you've tapped into some of those things. You know, like I love that L um, that you've already said, no BS, relatable, fellow stressed out mum. You know, people that your audience that need that love that about you. They love that about you, right? But they also know that you're going to create this beautiful sanctuary that they can live in, that you style perfectly for them, but that you understand that their children are mental cases and they're probably going to make a mess in that beautiful sanctuary at some point in time, right? Like (laughs) that's, you know, that's what makes you special. Lizzie, I help women ditch people-pleasing and come home to themselves so they can have a life full of confidence and courage, ultimate freedom. Awesome. Love it. So it's really, you know, in, in the basic form, that statement is I help X do Y. But you need to evoke an emotion in there. It's not just like I help people buy nice jewellery. That's not a unique value proposition. That's not a superpower. Okay. So some when you're looking at what makes me so special, um, I wrote down some things just to give you an idea. I wrote down some things that I wrote about myself. So me, I make people feel valued, empowered, successful, heard, um, make them feel like they're in the driver's seat of their own marketing, of their own business, less stressed, less overwhelmed. Like they're some of the things that I know that my clients feel like because they tell me they feel that way. And that's actually my intention is that they feel that way as well. I've got that intention. I want them to feel all of those things. Um, The other things is, so that's how I make people feel. What makes me special? I'm a creative genius. I'm real, right? There's no airs and graces with me. Um, I'm just like you. I'm just another person, another mum running her business from home with washing behind me (laughs) that needs to be done and dishes in the sink, right? (laughs) Like I'm just another person like you and I don't have airs and graces. Um, I, I focus on authentic selling instead of just, you know, cookie cutter strategy. I'm a social media superstar. I'm a cheerleader for all of my all of my audience and all of my clients and all of my members. And I'm an ideas machine. Like anyone that's worked with me one-on-one knows that I'm an ideas machine. Lizzie, we've just worked together. Like, you know, always ideas, always, you know, and they're the things that I'm good at. That's what makes me special. And because of all those things, I'm able to value people, help them be empowered, successful, have them feel heard, be in the driver's seat. Um, another thing that makes I, you know, I value humor, right? I love cracking a joke. Someone that's overly serious may not necessarily like that, but that's okay. Cause that's my thing. All right. So how would you answer those questions? How would you answer those questions? Michelle ideas machine. Well, remember we did talk on that podcast episode we did together about how to manage all of your ideas. <laughs> Um, And I was definitely one of those people that took a lot away from that interview that we did. Was the ideas to the max. Yay, lots of stars. All right. So we've talked about what your superpower is, what your unique value is, how what you do, how does what you do make people feel and why are you so special? So we've talked about some of those things. So let's just take it another little step further. All right. So the next step further would be, Things like what are your values? What are your business values? What do you stand for? What does your business stand for? Um, 
what makes you the best choice? What makes you the best choice? Um, and these are going to be a little bit deeper again. So these are, these are values. These are things that you value in your life or that you, you know, is a value in your business. Maybe it's sustainability. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's humor. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's wine. You know, maybe it's tea. Maybe it's chocolate. <laughs> uh, coffee. Um, what's another value? Um, honesty. Like, you know, um, reality, like, you know, I mean, God, we could talk for hours about listing off, you know, different values. What are your values? What is your business's values? Um, you know, what do you stand for? What does your business stand for? Why do people like you and why do you like yourself? Particularly for those of you that are your brand and a lot of you are. A lot of you aren't in businesses with other people. You're working for yourself. So that's a really important question. Why do people like you and why do you like yourself? Because if you don't and don't know and you can't answer it, how are you going to show up online, right, and be your brand? How are you going to do those things? Um, those of you that do work with other people and work um, maybe have other business partners and have a team, um, you know, what are your business's values? What, what does your business stand for? You know, you need to be able to articulate that not just online but to your staff as well. All right, so all of these things may seem like they have nothing to do <laughs> with social media, but we're getting to it. Okay, so I'm going to start wrapping this, wrapping this up and pulling it all together now. What these things do is they make you searchable and they make you shareable because when you can articulate all of these things, people will want to find you and people will be talking about you because People buy on emotion. People do not buy because you have the best list of features for your product on your website than anybody else in your industry, right? I'm 100% sure for most of you, there's other people, there's people out there buying products or booking services that are more than likely inferior to yours just because they've probably got these things, got all this messaging and everything sorted, right? Um, you know, where potentially maybe you could be struggling with those things. Um, and that's why it's important to look at. Um, and it's because the reason that you become more searchable and you become more sought after and you become shareable when you've conquered these things is because people want to be around you and they want your energy. They want what you've got. When you can be so confident to stand up there and say, this product is the best product for you because X, Y, Z, and it's going to make you feel A, B, C and do E, F, G. When you can stand up there and say those things, you're going to take people on the journey with you. Whether you're new, whether your business is a day old, a year old, five years old, or 10 years old, people buy where you're going, not where you are. 100% every day of the week. Um they're going to want to be in your playground and they're going to want some of your magic. So when you know what your superpower is, when you can articulate it, when you know what your unique value is and you start to share that with people, and this is where we're starting to wrap it up into how you share it with people, which is where the socials come in. People want to be part of that magic. People will talk about you. They'll go, oh, I was having my lunch the other day. Let's say, for example, I don't know, let's say, Let's use, I'm going to use you, Lizzie, with the people pleasing as an example. Let's say you were doing a live video 
someone was listening to or they were listening to your podcast while they were having lunch. Let's say, I don't know, let's say it was me. And then I was out with my friend having a drink and we were talking about people, ple- or we were talking about something and people pleasing came up. I'd be like, oh, you need to listen to this podcast. It's amazing. And I, I can actually say that for honest truth is I've shared your podcast with heaps of people because I know that you know what your superpower is and you can articulate it. And I think you're an amazing storyteller. And I share that with people. So I've had a friend who's been going through some personal shit and I've been sending her books to read and podcasts to listen to. And Lizzie, yours on people pleasing was definitely one of them. So, um, and it was because I, I'm talking about you. She would never have found you before, right? I don't even think she doesn't really use Facebook that much. So you probably wouldn't have shown up on the algorithm, but you're the right person for her because I'm talking about you. She's going to trust me. Okay. So when you can articulate this, people will find you because you'll get other people talking and then they're going to search for you right? So it makes you searchable. It makes you sought after and it makes you shareable to understand these things because the better you can articulate it to your audience, the faster they're going to connect with you, the faster they're going to be talking about you, and then the faster they're going to buy from you. It actually shortens the the client journey to get this stuff right. Because if you can articulate this sooner, it helps people make a purchase decision because people buy an emotion. And particularly us women, we buy on relationships. Like usually women, relationships and connection are one of their highest values. So we're usually going to, that is often going to be part of how we purchase. I 100% will spend five times more to buy from a client because I believe in their product. 1000%. It's not about the money for me. It's about the value and the relationship and the fact that I know I'm supporting a small business and that I believe in what they're doing. Um, Thanks, Stacey. You just made a huge aha moment. What was your aha moment? I want you to share your aha moment. I love aha moments. I love it. How's this? Susie, I help people. Sorry, I just started like talking in my little dribble and then I realized I am putting this into a podcast so I probably need to enunciate these words properly. I help people to get well through natural health so they can feel healthy and pain-free and live an active and fun life to the fullest. Perfect. And then again, maybe drill down a little bit more. Does that mean that they can spend more time with their children, that they can be active with their kids, that they can feel confident in their own skin? Um, You know, those sort of things. What was your, I want to know, Lizzie, what the aha moment was? Okay, so in a practical sense, how does this help you? So what this will help you do is these things. It's going to help you craft compelling captions and copy because if you can articulate all of these things, then you're going to be able to craft the most amazing copy in your content and most people struggle with copy. So let's just go back to some of the things that I asked you before. I've got like 500 uh, notes here and I'm just going back to find them. Okay. When you can articulate how you help people, how you make them feel, what impact you have on their life, how you are the best choice for them, why what you do is the only solution and you can communicate how it makes people feel and what makes you so special what your values are, business values, what you stand for, what your business stands for, all those things. When you can communicate those things, you can craft much better messaging, much better messaging. And we're going to be talking about that more tomorrow in being binge worthy. 
So it's going to help you craft better copy. It's going to help you have a much better bio because most people that don't have a great bio, it's because they're doing a dot point resume. I sell X, Y, Z, DM me. That's not inspiring to people. But when you can create craft a bio that says, I help X do Y and feel Z, connect with me, that's going to inspire and evoke more emotion and action out of people. Okay? It's going to help you pitch. If you want to pitch to be on a podcast, let me give you a hot tip. <laughs> Don't just give me a dot point of what you do. Show some interest in my podcast, first of all. Tell me how you help my audience and why you're the best choice for me to have on the podcast to talk about topics one, two, and three, right? It's going to help you have much better pitches. It's going to help you create amazing sales pages because you're going to be so in tune with how you help people and how you make them feel. You're going to evoke emotion on banner one instead of them not even getting to section 10 of your landing page because you've been sprouting out resume dot points. Um, you're going to be more confident to actually sell because you're going, to be, you're going to know that you're the person that can help your audience. You're going to know this. You're going to know it in your soul. And that's why I call it socials with soul, okay? All right, so homework, 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 homework. So if any of you are still online, you can write this down. Um, like I said, I will pop in the link to get the email sent out to you because I have got some workbooks with some prompts in it myself and also um, written all this stuff out. But, and there is, as I said, some extra bonuses um, for those people who um, registered with their email as well. There are some extra bonus tools coming to those people. Jules, I missed it. That's okay. We are wrapping up, but it's going to get pinned to the announcements. Um, and if you register on the uh, registration link with your email, Jules, then um, you'll get the replay to your email too. So that's fine. So the homework is take all the stuff you wrote down. And if you're watching back the replay, obviously you've probably work, been working through the workbook um, as you've been watching it. So take all the stuff that you've written down and worked through about how you help people and what your values are and how you make them feel. Review your bio. So review your Instagram bio and your Facebook story, your Facebook bio. What does it say? I help X do Y and feel Z. Does it say that? Review your content. So do your posts tell your audience why you are the best choice for them? Do your posts communicate that? Or do your posts just communicate what you do or how you do it? So do your posts focus on features over benefits? And then the next thing I want you to review is how you sell yourself and your products or services. Do you lead with features or do you lead with emotion and benefits and how you help people? Now, after doing all of this work, crafting that stuff should be easier. Creating that messaging should be a lot easier for you. And if you need to make changes, do it. Okay. So there will be some extra prompts in the workbook other than what I've just covered off here. And obviously it'll be all mapped out and a lovely little workbook for you. So make sure you head up to the link um, in the caption. Or if you're watching this elsewhere on my podcast and the intro, there would definitely have been um, a link to the website page to download it all. Um, and um, YouTube, all the links will be below. Um, <clears throat> And, and the next thing is if the cap, if the caption writing and the bios and all of those things that you're now in the homework going to go and look at, 
and all those tip of the iceberg things, right? So you could even go away after this and review your hashtags. Like this is, this is enough for you to go away and go, am I using hashtags that my audience are actually using? Or did I just copy them off someone else's Instagram page? You know, do, do, uh, am I using hashtags that reflect any of this stuff, right? So you could do that. But definitely the first few things would be review your, your bios, your content, and how you sell your stuff. That would be the three things I would have a look at. But all the other tip of the iceberg stuff, so all the other tactics, all the hashtags and, you know, clickable links here and infographic there and Facebook Live and IGTV and Instagram Live and how many Instagram stories you do every day. If all of those things are a challenge for you and you still don't know how to do those things, that's where the social collective membership helps you. But these foundations will help you get your foundation set first. Okay. So, um, Yes, I will be talking about the membership in the next three days because the membership is the next step to help you master all of the tip of the iceberg stuff, right? To be a master and have mastery at your social media, the membership will help you get mastery over those things. So if you've listened to this to the end and you want more information on the membership and how to join it, you would have heard me talking about it a lot anyway. Um, Just send me a DM. Um, or if you, you're watching this on the replay, just um, there will be a link to it on the email. You can also just hit reply um, and I will send you through all the details to that. Um, tomorrow's content is about being binge worthy. So we're going to be looking at content and connection with your audience. So how to connect with your audience with compelling content that they will want to keep coming back for and that when they land on your feed, they will not want to leave. So that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. All right, guys, that has been fun. That has been super fun. Um, I know that I've probably definitely, um, not probably definitely, I've definitely um, made you guys think a little bit deeper than potentially the surface level stuff, that tip of the iceberg stuff that you could have been sitting with up until now. Um, and I really encourage you guys to go back and review those three things now with the lens over it of your superpower and your unique value proposition and put that lens over those three things, over your bio, your content and how you sell, um, and put your lens over it with those things. And then, um, if you need help with the tip of the iceberg stuff, that's what the membership's for. I will put a link to that in the caption as well. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. If you're watching the replay, thanks for watching and I will catch you later. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.